All right, welcome back to episode 19 of Saturdays on the Prairie. This week we will recap the national championship gate, talk a little Joe Burrow, a little OBJ gate, a little bit of why everyone left LSU, and it's basically just a desolate desert down in Death Valley, and no one is there except Coach O. Um, We're going to talk about some coaching changes that went down. Dave Aranda to Baylor, Todd Monk into Georgia, ETN and Chuba are coming back, and we'll discuss if LSU might be the greatest football team of all time, along with a little bit of uh, this quarterback class's uh, NFL prospects. All right, here we go. Let's do it. Perfect. So there's nowhere else to start this week other than we will recap the national championship game. So first, I think we need to start with we were both wrong. Um, wow, that that just it was very impressive what else you did. Um, but I will say for what. Two drives, maybe the first quarter. Two or three. It was really a good yeah. game. We, not that it was a really good game. We were very right. LSU could not figure out what Clemson was doing for the two or three drives. It was like, I think they went three and out twice, which was strange because they never go three and out. Joe Burrow just looked confused. So, like, if the game ended there, we were right. I just want to clarify that. <laughs> that we were right for the we first, right like, 20 for, minutes of the game. Yeah. Yeah. And then it went downhill, and then Clemson could not move the ball. Yeah. But for three drives, LSU could not move the ball, and Clemson was moving it. I think if Clemson had scored touchdowns instead of kicked field goals, or like punted, I guess, and pinned them deep a couple times, not kicked field goals, that maybe the outcome would have been a little different. But It almost looked hopeless for uh, Clemson, or for LSU, until they got that Jamar Chase long touchdown. It looked like, wow, they're not going to be able to move the ball against Clemson at all. I was like, that was, they were lucky to get that deep shot. Like, can they keep keep it up? And then they started driving the ball, and Clemson couldn't stop them, and it was incredible to watch. I, I figured they would eventually, like, score. I just didn't think, like, once they figured out what Clemson was trying to do, there was, it was just same old LSU where nobody can stop them. So I wasn't expecting that. I thought it would be still good defense on Clemson's part. Um... It it was a very like, <laughs> yep, thank you, Stuart. Um, <laughs> there was um, it for in my opinion, it was like the most casual four hundred yards and five passing touchdowns, six total touch. Like it did not feel. I don't know if it's because we're just used to something so spectacular from Joe Burrow, but it was like, as you paid attention, it's like he's really like this game is. Wow, this is the national championship game, and he's got five touchdowns and 400 yards. Nobody's done that in the history of the BCS or CFP, which is Clemson too, against a very good team. Yeah, it's not. He wasn't playing Notre Dame in 2013 like Alabama did. No, he was playing a legitimate opponent, and it was is very impressive. Um. Notable, notable thing from the stat line is Trevor Lawrence did not have a single passing touchdown. I don't know if he had, did he have a rushing touchdown. Yeah, he did have a rushing touchdown, but no, no passing touchdowns, which is uncharacteristic. Yeah, I mean he he looked a little lost out there at times, which raised the question: like, is he as good as people have always said? Like, 
he he looked very human for the first time in his career, which is strange for someone that's every time that something's been asked of him, he's delivered. And this was the first time he wasn't able to. Personally, I think it's fine. Like, nobody's perfect. Like, no one's ever had a career where everything went their way. I mean, for the first time since sometime in October 2017, Trevor lost lost a football game. So, I'll give him a break. But uh, it it was strange that he didn't. Like, he looked uncomfortable in the pocket. They weren't making passes. The passes were bad. They weren't necessarily... People were saying, like, he had 17 overthrows or whatever. But I don't think that some of the balls that he overthrew, he was trying to throw high, and his receivers just couldn't handle. Sometimes you have to throw the ball, like, there's one spot. Yeah, that's true. And, but they, yeah, so I, I, I cut him some slack there. There's a bunch, and credit to the uh, LSU D backs. They're they're covering the, the receivers really really well. Uh, like no one was really open. Derek Stingley had a heck of a game, and he was on. Uh, I guess they didn't like really go man on man like with Jamar Chase. They just did a side thing, but man, he had six targets on him, one completion for twelve yards. That's amazing. Yeah, that's that's lights out, especially against this LSU yeah. uh, trio of uh, guys that are just lighting everyone up. Stuart, Derek Stingley plays for LSU. He was guarding oh, the, I the was Clemson. Thinking, why was I thinking? No, he did. Yeah, he shut down. God. Oh, I, I know who Derek Stingley is. I know he plays yeah, for LSU. He guarded, he guarded T. Higgins and, he uh, did. and I don't know Justin why I Ross. Thinking. But he didn't like match up with either of them. I think I said Jamar Chase earlier. But he, yeah, he, would, he was switching off. You think off. you said Jamar Chase and that's why I yeah. automatically switched. He Whatever. Was, that was no, my bad. Yeah, T. Higgins, he went out. T. Higgins had a bad game. When, when T. Higgins went out and, and James Skalski was thrown out of the game, that was almost the <laughs> nail in the coffin. That was terrible. That was it. Like, there was no chance after that. Another reason we need the tiers of targeting. Because that's not an ejection. I'm going to give him a penalty fine, but not an ejection. He was the only fun player to watch on that defense. He was everywhere. He was in every he single was, play. He did play very well. And then he got thrown out. And, I mean, technically, yeah, it's targeting technically. But, like, it wasn't malicious. It didn't look too malicious. He's just going to the whistle. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Again, Get him in the tiers chest. of targeting. We need tiers of targeting. The NCAA needs to fix that right away. Um, the, the, the bike stats at halftime, immaculate. They were wonderful. Um, nothing, nothing made my day more than the fact that ESPN is so obsessed with Joe Burrow that they did to the second the amount of time that he was on a bike between halves. Two minutes and 33 seconds to be precise. And he returned to the field with 11.20 remaining in halftime. It's like, I don't really understand what you're going to make of this. Like, he was a little banged up, but come on. Like, that's that's just... Those are elite stats, by the way. Those are elite. I don't think that those things meant anything. But to ESPN, they did. Also... Question: If I'm ABC, this is just some logical thinking right here. Why do I air the Bachelor and the National Championship on the same night? 
That's bad business. Well, I'm not too concerned with the uh, the the fan base being really over, uh, like like they're not they're two separate fan bases. Right. They no, don't really but, inter inter uh, interact. But not interact, but like, so okay. But you know so I mean? a young couple is at their house and the the girl wants to watch the bachelor and the guy wants to watch the football game you're not going to get but if they're on separate nights you would get the the tv set like cuz it's measured the ratings are measured by like the number of households with the game on yes right so if or the bachelor ratings number of households with the bachelor on you're only going to get one of those when if you just like skip a week of the bachelor which no one would probably care like that's false. That I mean, is false. Some people would care. There would but be, I think I would be outraged. But I think for ABC, that's just smart business. Personally, I think that's bad business to have, because typically when the Bachelor is on, it's the number one show that night. But if you you're competing with your own company at that point when you do the national championship. So personally, I wasn't too concerned. I really didn't care. I was watching the National Championship. Well, right. Like, that's a stupid question. Like, I like The Bachelor, but it I didn't even cross my mind to think that it would be... Is football. Like, come on. I don't watch Bachelor. But it did cross uh, one of our friends' minds. Uh, we Oh, gosh. <laughs> someone lost his man card last Monday. Yeah, it was a tragedy. It was a true tragedy. S- same man who uh, we said Trevor Lawrence, and he thought we were talking about Trevor Knight. So, that was a little train wreck. It, it was a sad day. We'll, uh, we'll take a moment of silence for a fallen soldier. All right. All right. <laughs> um, so, the celebration from LSU was... Uh, they, they partied hard. You got to give them that. Um, yeah, Odell's... Uh, that man, whew, he went... Yeah, fun OBJ time. Gate is... I the the best part about OBJ Gate to me is it is completely propagated because of something that Joe Burrow said on part of my take, which cracks me up. What did he say? Because right, he was handing out the money, mm-hmm. regardless of him somewhat kind of sexually assaulting a police officer. That we'll get to that in a second. But so he's handing out the money to the players, right? And they're student athletes or whatever. So they can't have the money. So LSU releases a statement. It was fake money. <laughs> I love that LSU's defense. OBJ just has a bunch of counterfeit money on his hands, and he wants to hand it to people. It, it's like that's the worst lie you could have come up with. It worked, did it not? No, it didn't work it didn't because work. Joe Burrow goes on PMT the next morning, and he's like, he's probably still like a little loopy. He's like, I slept for thirty minutes. He was like, I don't remember anything about last night. So he's just spitballing up there, and <laughs> they ask him, you know, like. What was that money from Odell? And he was like, "Oh, that was that was money." He was like, "Yeah, I mean, I'm a student athlete now, so I." And he's like, "I'm not a student athlete anymore, so I can say what I want. I can't get in trouble." And it was like, "Oh gosh, so, screw so team." Now that he's in trouble for that, and that's really funny. But they have to like figure out who got it and who didn't. But I mean, half the LSU team went pro, so it. I mean, he's got a good shot of. It's fine. Um, Jamar he, Chase and Aqua Pro though. Well, so I don't, but I don't know if he handed money to Jamar Chase. I, I saw him like, hand it to Edward Delaire and Moss and Burrow. Those I, are the three I can remember. 
I feel like he's wide receiver, and that's that's the Blitnikoff winner, and I'd be handing money to Jamar Chase. <laughs> OBJ just literally acted like a fool. Like He slapped a, a cop. A complete idiot. He slapped a cop. Like, what are you doing? Like, bro. Like, like it I, is a cop. I understand you're excited, but, like, that's a little excessive. Yeah, like. It's entertaining. It's a little for excessive. For fans. That's the that's the content we want, but as far as like you know being a respectable a, human being, a, like a, yeah, professional at what you do, and like you know handling yourself with grace uh, while representing the institution that you got your education from, he and did the, not do that. Any other team you play for, <laughs> he make, was. Oof. I don't know what the deal was with that guy. He's a mess. He he is just he craves attention. Was he an only child? <laughs> like, well, let's look it up. Let's look it up. <laughs> I mean, he's named after his father, so he could be, I guess. Odell. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Odell. He's a little uh, too flashy for my taste. Like I like flashy. Like I like Baker. And I, and I like guys that can talk, but. Odell just—he's whiny, and it's kind of—it's really annoying. Like I don't care that you're like, like you're playing football. Like, come on, the ball's not gonna get thrown to you every time. Do your part. And like, everywhere he goes, there's drama. Literally Facts. everywhere. Drama follows him. And it's like it's just poison to the team. Uh, and Odell has two siblings. Is two siblings? It's kind of younger siblings, I assume. If Odell and his brother Cordell, <laughs> and then his sister Jasmine. That's somewhat disappointing. I would have loved to make the only child jokes for him. Oh, one thing that I didn't like though about LSU and how they handled the situation, um, they they were like. Trashing Clemson and everywhere, they're like, "Oh, fake Death Valley!" Like, your quarterback's ugly. Like, they're not wrong though. There, but Clemson is Clemson is the gold standard in college football. And if right, if you come for the king, you best not miss. And they didn't. They didn't. But the fact that they won a a national championship, like Clemson won has won two in the last four years and they've been in three of the last four and they don't miss the college football playoff. They miss it once. So, like, if you're going to attack the gold standard, I, I don't really... But they, they didn't just win. They, like... They, it was a statement. Regardless. Regardless. I, I just think it's somewhat childish to be like, oh, we won one game. Like, yeah. Like... They they played really good and they might be the greatest football team ever. Um, but you know, let's talk about that. Do you think that they're the greatest college football team ever? No, I think it's Clemson last year. Psh, they would have beat Clemson last year. You sure? This Clemson team is the same as the Clemson team last year, if not better. Those defensive linemen are a lot not as good. Right, but the 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 and offense if, is better this year. Yeah, but defense wins championships, and if you can disrupt the offense to give Joe Burrow literally no time, uh, then I think you have a better shot at, at winning. They sacked him three times. They sacked him three times, but like the, the pressure wasn't there that often. He had so much time in the pocket. 
And I still think and if you're bringing linebackers, it's a lot different than bringing. If you just have your linemen, you can get them. You can drop more guys into coverage to make it harder for him to make passes instead of blitzing a linebacker every single play. I still think that. I think this LSU team is better than that Clemson team. This LSU team beat seven top ten teams. They beat like. They beat everyone else in the like the final top five, didn't they? Minus Ohio State. Yes. But, so, they they are just they've amazed me. But the only team that I think could maybe hang with them is two thousand one Miami, because I think two thousand one Miami could match up man for man defensively with LSU's offense. I couldn't tell you about the two thousand one Miami. They had seventeen first round draft picks on their team. Oh God. They oh, okay. gave up six points a game. They had Ed Reed, Montreal Roll, um, Patrick Vill or Jonathan Villman, Patrick Vilma, I don't know who that is. Vince Wilfork, um, Andre Johnson. Oh, so they were stacked. No, they were they're considered the greatest college football team. Let me find you some more players. I'll just get a list up. No, yeah, I think they're the only team that um, that might be better. My thing is, their quarterback was Ken Dorsey, and they played two thousand one football, right? So their eye formation and all kinds of like stuff before it, the air raid, right? Yeah. So could they keep pace with the air raid? Basically, like I think um, LSU's defense would have a pretty good chance of slowing down. I. You say that, but Smash Mouth football. You look at people like you got guys like Army, uh, that that this system is not new. What they're doing, they're just running the ball. It's really really hard to stop. If you're really good at what you do, I don't think it matters. Look at look at, just like I know the NFL is completely different. But okay, what Derrick Henry has been doing, even though they lost, that they're not doing anything special. They're just running the ball and they're just calling their shot, and no one can stop them. Uh, okay. So I think, I don't know. I don't think the air raid would make that much difference if you could just run the ball. I think it would definitely make a difference. Okay. Andre Johnson, Sean Taylor, Kellen Winslow Jr., Montreal Roll, Jonathan Vilma, Jeremy Shockey, Vince Wilfork, Willis McGahee, Ed Reed, and... Those are the ones that you would probably know. They had 17 guys go in the first round of the NFL draft. It's a lot. It's crazy. That's half. That's half the entire first round. They were in different years. They weren't all oh. in one. Yeah. Yeah, of course you're right. Right, because so. some of them were sophomores and juniors and stuff. But you get the point. Mm-hmm. So I think they are the one team that would, it would be like, uh, yeah. The LSU might not be the greatest of all time, but I gen- I think just the way LSU plays football, they would beat Miami um, straight up, like if they played against each other. But I think if Miami had an air raid style offense, even if Ken Dorsey's atrocious arm and very mediocre quarterback skills. They would, they they would they would be so good. I I I think 
then Miami would win if they they could run the air raid. I mean, they could. They had Willis McGahee and Frank Gore in their backfield, like two NFL backs. One's a Hall of Famer. They would just when, run it down people's throats. Frank Gore's what is he? What rushing tie, Rushing. He is the he third have? most rushing yards in NFL history. That's right. That's right. And no one, no one like he's not like one of those prolific guys that you always see. He just does his job and he's really good at it. Yeah, for like a bajillion years. And a bajillion teams. Mm-hmm. All right, so we've talked about the um, the uh, the bike time, and that was one of the Joe Burrow stats of the week. But we're going to have another one. And I'm sorry, Joe, for doubting you. I really did doubt you, and I apologize. But I just – I don't bet against someone who's never lost before. And, you know, props to you for beating them. But – Joe Burrow was responsible for 14 touchdowns in this year's college football playoff. Six in the national championship, eight in the semifinal. The Big Ten, as a conference, is responsible for 13 touchdowns in college football playoff in well, like the six years of its they've existence. They've had Ohio State and Michigan State, right? Yeah. F- three, four appearances? Four. appearances? Four appearances. So Ohio State three times, right? Michigan State once? Mm-hmm. Well, Michigan State, what, did they have one touchdown? They didn't score. They didn't score. They might have scored a touchdown, but I don't know. Ohio State lost 31 nothing to Clemson one time. Mm. Won the playoff another time. With, with Zeke. And this year they scored like three touchdowns. No, two touchdowns. Regardless, he himself has outscored one of the premier conferences in America. The Pac-12. Number two conference. Has a total of 11 touchdowns. Uh, who? Okay, so and, Washington. Yeah, Washington Ooh. is the only team from the Pac-12. Oh, and Oregon. Oregon Washington yeah, yeah. and Oregon are the t- two teams that have from the Pac-12 that have scored in the playoff. I just... The fact that entire conferences... Like, that's just mind-blowing. He also... 60 touchdowns in a season, never done before. Broke the record. Broke the record of Colt Brennan at 58. And Colt Brennan was playing at Hawaii in, like, the super air raid offense that was just de- designed to just take advantage of really unathletic people in the West Co- in the Western Athletic Conference. And Joe Burrow did this in the SEC. It's insane. In. And they didn't, they didn't shy away from, uh, even though they played Texas, they didn't shy away from out-of-conference play either. Oh yeah, they tried to schedule a tough game by going on the road to Austin. Yeah, but well, it looked to which be tough. You know, it looked tough know. at the time. Which we, I think, we can definitely say though, Texas, uh, Texas in a bowl game though, elite. Texas so, played LSU closer than everyone else. Everyone else, yeah. So. Minus Auburn. Auburn, it was twenty-three twenty. But all right, that's basically you know. The national championship game, LSU dominated. They're going to probably celebrate this for a very long time. Next 10 years, we'll have another one. <laughs> Joe Burrow and Coach Joe are on top of the world. The last thing we need to talk about is everyone leaving. Um, we talked about Edward Zelaire and Moss. They're going pro. Um, Burrow's going pro. Joe Brady's going to go work for the Panthers. Going pro. With uh, Return to the pro. Yeah. So I don't know what that means for the air raid at LSU. I mean, Steve Emzinger will still run it, I'm sure, because of the success. But 
I know Joe Brady brought it in. It was his system, and then Emzinger called the shots after that. Um, and uh, Dave Aranda is going to go be the f- head football co- or head football coach at uh, Baylor. I don't know how I feel about that move. Uh, bringing a defensive guy to coach an offensive team. They're not an offensive team. They're a defensive team. Oh, they were. They had all injuries, though. I still feel like you need you need you need an offensive coordinator in the Big Twelve to be successful. Yeah, I agree. This isn't the Big Twelve ten years ago where you could win with a defensive team. Uh, you have to be an offensive mind if you want to do well. Like look at look at Texas Tech. They are trash. Well, they had but at an least offensive, their offense was they, good, right? They had an offensive mind, and and they made it they made it look a little different, right? Made it look special. Uh, Les Miles, well, I don't know what he's doing. He's defense, but, I mean, obviously he won't be able to turn anything around. I think you have to have an offensive mind. I think really... he's going to get he's gonna get Kansas, right? Uh, I think he'll, get, he'll be a 5-6 They have team. a good offensive coordinator, though. They have Doug Meacham. That's true. Um, so, yeah, there was – that worries me for LSU next year. I, I really – there's so many question marks for what they're going to be. I think they'll return to the LSU of uh, the former LSU. Where they no, I think they'll be better than that. I think they're going to be ten and two. Ten and two, with losses to Alabama. With a good and offense, game. yeah, they'll lose to Bama. Um, they'll probably lose to um, Auburn. Auburn's going to be good. Yeah, uh, but I think they're going to be better than old LSU, for sure. They also play Texas next year. That'll be a good game in Baton Rouge. Will Texas be any good? I don't even know what to expect from Texas anymore. I thought they'd no be really good this year. No I really one thought they'd be does. good. No one knows anything about Texas. Texas is the ultimate wild card. I mean, this is a he's a senior now. He's a senior quarterback. He's played all four years. You mm-hmm. have you're supposed to have an outstanding wide receiver group. Your running back's not terrible. He's never lost more than he's never lost less than four games as a starter. I would like to point that out too. Every year they've lost. Their best year was ten and four. Well, so this year though they did lose to they they played close two people, one national champion, one national champion, and one in the playoffs. That's not too bad. But who else did Texas they lose to? They also lost to Kansas State. No, they lost to Iowa State, and they lost to. Who else? They lost to some just not. Good. They lost to Baylor, which isn't a terrible loss, but they won the uh, they won that bowl game. They Texas, if Texas ever gets to the college football playoff, be warned, America. Tom Herman will have those guys ready. Tom Herman, you mean Matthew McConaughey? McConaughey <laughs> will have them ready to play. The real, the real, That's the real coach right there. Speaking of that, can we talk about how terrible Utah is? They're frauds. That's what you. I mean, you can say oh, the same thing about TCU. OU, though. Lost TCU. Oh, you would kick the crap out of Utah. Wouldn't be close. Oh, you'd win by three touchdowns. I firmly believe that. But everyone's saying, oh, he's a fraud because they've never won in the playoffs and they've been four times. Three, four times? I don't know. Four. Four. I mean, yeah, I understand. It's not OU's fault, though, that they have to play Deshaun Watson's Clemson. Like, they're not bad. Deshaun Watson. It's their yeah. fault. The one thing they should be mad about is the fact that they lost to Jake Fromm in Georgia. They should have won the national championship that year. They were better than Georgia, and Georgia was better than Alabama, but Kirby Smart got back upped. And Tua. And if if 
OU is playing Alabama in that game and didn't choke that lead in the Rose Bowl, Tua never comes in. Never. Because Jalen will score 14 points, but Baker will put up 30 in the first half, and then it's going to be like... Here. It'd just be that we're all, our offense is more prolific, and right, they so, can't, we can't stop. So Tua would have never down. come in. Jalen would have never gone to OU. And Tua would be starting this year. And Austin Kendall would be starting this year. No. Are you sure about that? Yeah. You sure Rattler they give it? Would. Rattler? I feel like they give it to Mordecai. Maybe. Regardless, it would not be Austin Kendall. He's terrible. Um, let's address a couple other things before we wrap up this week. It's going to be short this week since there was only one game to talk about. Chuba's back. Um, I think that's a mistake. I do too. Not as big a mistake as ETN coming back. ETN's a terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible mistake. He has more wear and tear on his let. He's been getting significant carries. He split carries with Gallman as a freshman, was the feature back as a sophomore and a junior, and he's going to be the feature back again as a senior. Like That's insane. You're just going to... I'm afraid he's going to have a massive injury what and send him back. What does he want? He's got a ring. Like... I don't know. I don't get it. It's a terrible, terrible decision. It's just not... Like... It's not a smart business decision. If you're a receiver, I would understand, hey, let me go back for one more year, but you're not. You are going to get torn up and you only have a certain number of carries you can take. Yeah. You're a running back. Dude. Your career's not long. Yeah. Go make your money. Uh, Go do great in the NFL. Especially as a speed back. He's a speed back. He needs his speed and he's going to give some of it away to Clemson just a little more. Um, Todd Munkin to Georgia. Uh, air raid gonna gonna come to Athens now. Right, and they got that quarterback from Wake Forest. Yeah, who's pretty good. He's so, pretty good. Uh, first, how many years does he have left? One or two? Jamie Newman. One. Yeah. One year. Can't. I guess I implement a new system anyways, so that it. I don't know. I'll, we'll see what happens next year. I think they'll be really good because they will have more experience at wide receiver, but it'll be a new right. system. I wish I could have. Seen Jake from the air raid though. I, I would have liked to see like cutting him loose. What it would really look like. What will he and do? See if they could get be... rid of that that game manager tag that he was always because I like him. I th- I think he's great. Is he gonna do well in the NFL? I think he'll be the kind of guy that's just gonna be an all right NFL starting quarterback. He'll make the playoffs a couple times. He won't be anything special. Um, He'll never like go to a conference championship yeah, game. What will he be like? Like a Ryan Tannehill? No, 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 no. no. Oh, he'll be better than Ryan Tannehill. Because Ryan Tannehill has had one good season. That's this year. But uh, it's not really his. Let me give you a comp. Okay. Andrew Jones? Andy Dalton. That's my that's my Jake from had a couple of good years. Yeah, a couple of good years. Won a division a couple of times. Couldn't really put it together his life in the away in, in, in Ohio. Yeah, Andy Dalton is my Jake Fromm comp. Like he's gonna be a serviceable NFL quarterback. He's gonna he's gonna win ten games a couple times. He'll probably win eight or nine most years. He's never gonna size up a ring. That that's what I think Jake Fromm is. We'll see though. I don't think he'll be great. I don't think he'll be bad. I don't know what Zua's gonna do in the NFL either. I don't think I don't think he's gonna be good either. Oh, uh, there's bionic angles gonna hang in there. Like, uh, man, 
What I really, what I really didn't expect, I didn't, I didn't expect Josh Allen to be as good as he was, or as he is. He's beast. He's actually not. Is he's not terrible? I thought he was gonna be just a, a, a the worst. I thought he was gonna be a bust. Me. Such a bust, and he turned out to be really, really good. The six foot five kid with the rocket arm is always the pick. Always the pick. <laughs> what like? Of course, in the playoffs, right? He made some really, really, really bad decisions. But like, let's not forget he got up sixteen to nothing. Like he looked pretty good sometimes. Uh, didn't expect it from him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think that Tua will be all right in the NFL. I think that he's he's too much. He's he's somewhat damaged goods, so he won't be what he could have been. But he needs to go to the right situation. If he goes somewhere where they don't have a line to protect him, he's gonna be out of the league way way, way too quickly. He he's just too fragile of a guy. Where's you know? he go? Miami's gonna take him at five. And that's so, not a good, not a good fit. Not a good place if you want to, you know, have survive. A um, so, yeah, he'll definitely go to Miami. But I'm excited to see what Joe Burrow does with the Bengals next year. The more think, I watch Joe Burrow, the more confidence I have that he's going to be able to step right into an NFL offense and be great. Do you does uh, does New England have a quarterback? And and in, in the running Stidham. Jarrett Stidham is our backup. Why do Some I people are that? saying they recognize gonna... that name. Where do you play? Auburn. Yes, that's he, right. He was, he was the really backup good. At, he was the Bryce Petty's backup at Baylor. He was a five star. He was good. He was really right. good. Right. So he's he's okay. Some people are saying if Jordan Love goes pro, Belichick might draft him. I don't know. It's very questionable because um, no one knows what Brady's going to do. <laughs> But it'll be interesting. I think Jake Fromm would be a good guy to get into the the Patriots system. Well, their pick's gonna be. What's their pick gonna be? Are they gonna be able to get him? Their pick will be. Um, like twentieth or something. They may be able to get him. Yeah, but Fromm is not going in the first round. Fromm's not going in the first round. No way, no way. Not enough arm talent. That's true. Maybe I've his seen best, late first round. His best attribute is his leadership. That's that's something big for uh, New England. They like that, right? But he's he's like a, a he's like a eighty five percent. He's gonna be eighty five percent of what Alex Smith was. Alex Smith. Was, I'm sorry. I was thinking of what was the Carson guy? Palmer. Carson Palmer. He was good. He was really, really good. He was okay. Um. Man, the the quarterbacks are getting they're. All the old ones are aging out, and all the young ones are. Yeah, it's the changing really of the good. guard right now. It's yeah. kind of weird. His it's Drew Brees is coming to the end of his career. Uh, Drew Brees is losing in the dome. His his career is ending. Uh, Tom Brady is nearing the end of his career. Which I do not want to see him in a different uniform. As much as I do not like the Patriots, Tom Brady is a Patriot, and if he plays for the freaking Las Vegas Raiders, <laughs> I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> It would look so weird. The Raiders in Las Vegas? That, too, is That's strange. That is the worst thing. Sports teams in Vegas just creep me out. Like, I like Las Vegas, like, let it be a hockey town. Let it be a hockey town. It's all right. Uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't like the Raiders in Las Vegas. That's not right. Oakland is really getting screwed with all your teams. Yeah, because the Warriors left for San Francisco. Oakland left. And, and that's a solid fan base. Like, those are loyal fans. They have the A's, though. 
they have the A's, I guess. That's that's they're not yep. bad anymore, so I guess that's what they have. The A's are always pretty okay. They're very good at losing in the wild card game. Yeah. But maybe they won the division now that the Astros can't know what every pitch is coming. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Buzz buzz. Alright, so I think that'll do it for this week's episode. Uh, number 19 it's probably the last one we'll do the football season is gone we have to say our farewells and just enjoy that the Super Bowl is here and then it's going to be a long long what six months gosh it's the worst hockey's here it is rare we've hit the all-star break it's going to heat up I just need March Madness to come like very fast just once football's over hockey's on okay (laughs) whatever Hockey's great, but March Madness is where it's at. All right. We'll, uh, I guess we won't see you guys next time, but it's been fun. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.